0: Hey there everybody. I'm your host Eric Mueller and welcome back to the Eric Mueller Show, the podcast where we explore what makes any successful person's inner clock tick. Do you love to work out? Do you also love to dance? If you answered yes to either of those questions, you are going to love my guest today. Joseph Carella started dancing at the age of seven with extensive training in jazz, tap, contemporary, and ballet. At the age of 13, he became a member of famed choreographer Marguerite Derrick's prestigious dance company, Tremaine Teen Company. Shortly thereafter, he appeared in Disney's Geppetto alongside pop superstar Usher. I mean, who doesn't know Usher? In 1997, Joseph was named American Dance Awards Teen Male Dancer of the Year. He later debuted on Broadway in All Shook Up and subsequently toured the United States with productions such as Grease, and West Side Story. He's also performed on television in Disney's Wizards of Waverly Place alongside Selena Gomez, MTV Dance Marathon, and The CW's Heart of Dixie. To add to his list of celebrity collaborations, Josephs also worked with actress Rebel Wilson, where he choreographed a cat's routine dubbed cat exercise Using his dance, theater, and fitness background, Josephs traveled the globe spreading his love and understanding of the importance of movement. He loves sharing the incredible benefits that dancing it out can provide for your body and mind. Joseph's proudest accomplishment to date is creating 567 Broadway an all levels dance fitness class. This idea was born out of Joseph's desire to create, encourage, and provide an inclusive sense of community where everyone could have a safe space to dance and start their fitness journeys. 567 Broadway is a fun dance fitness experience that fuses the magic of Broadway with cardio and strength training to give you a full body workout. I hope you're excited to hear Joseph's unique story on how he blends entrepreneurship with dance and fitness. Let's head on over to the interview. All right, so welcome back to the Eric Mueller Show podcast, where we explore what makes any successful person's inner clock tick. And today I've got Joseph Corella on the show. Joseph, welcome. Woo!
1: <laughs> I had to give a woo. <laughs> it felt it felt right. And Excited I to be forward. on here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, so you have a pretty unique background here. So you're you're a performer. Um, you know, you're passionate about teaching. You've acted alongside of stars such as Selena Gomez and Usher. Um, I mean, I'm really excited to bring you on here. I think you have a really unique perspective and kind of the angle that just caught my mind when I was thinking about, about speaking with you was, was passion. And I think Mm. it's important for people listening here that, that are chasing success and and wanting to possibly be entrepreneurs or, or pursue creative outlets. You really want to find things that, that are passionate to you. And so people are intrinsically motivated by things that they're passionate about. So I think it's really, really cool that you've taken your passion for teaching and dance to create a unique dance fitness class 567 broadway which i think that's a fairly recent creation at least within the last few years um what advice do you have for the audience to find their own passions and pursue success through those passions
1: yeah i mean you you said it really really well and in passion as you were talking i i can't help but intertwine love into passion so the thing that i've ever since i was a kid uh I love I love dance I love movement I love the arts, and because of that, um, that it became my passion. And I was I you know through it all I really wanted to continue it, and it, you know and then it became a a dream to be on Broadway. And so working on that through my you know childhood to moving to New York City. And I'm from Phoenix, Arizona originally. So let me tell you, moving to New York City is well challenge. Your passion, if you're not, you know, I was not used to the cold, I was not used to the busy city, uh, but I love it. And my passion has helped me grow in ways that I never imagined. Uh, but my passion, you know, I can't encourage anybody enough. Your passion, it, it, you have to love what you do as well, because if you don't, it, you Life will challenge you with it because <laughs> just just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean that it's instant instantly successful. It takes a lot of work, uh, a lot of practice. You know, I've been dancing since I was seven, and to get myself to New York City took a lot of practice and a lot of following my heart um, and a lot of you know ups and downs. But I think that's the number one thing that I've learned is that listen to my heart, follow my heart, and it will guide me um, and keep me going in the direction I should be going. Uh, But it's, you know, it's, it's the test of when it's low, when you're dealing with challenges, that's the true time that you will know if you love something or if it's just kind of, you know, something that you're, you're, you're not necessarily truly passionate about. So I want to really say that, listen to your heart, follow what it says and continue to hold on to the true meaning of why you're, Passionate about that, not get caught up into everything else because things take time. And I know for me, it has taken, (laughs) it has evolved and grown in ways that I can't even begin to get into right now because it will, that would take forever and a day. But I can tell you, it has evolved and changed. And I've really had to continue to listen to my heart as I've moved through all of this as a performer to an entrepreneur. Uh, And I say that with, like, I don't, I, there's a lot of things that I have no clue what I'm doing, but I learn and I like, okay, I have to learn now. I have to put in the effort to understand what this next section is. Um, And I think that's what makes life really incredible.
0: Yeah. Wonderfully said Joseph. And you got me thinking on, I can't remember where I read this, but I saw a quote or some type of motivational thing on, on a website or LinkedIn possibly. And it said that I think it was Muhammad Ali actually boxer. And his quote was that, you know, people that have become great at something, had at one point in time had to be okay with being bad at it. So mm-hmm. that really struck home to me. And I was like, gosh, like just kind of shook me. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like if you want to do anything, you got to, you got to crawl and walk and run. You can't just like, boom, I'm going to be on Broadway tomorrow. You know, if you want to be a dancer <laughs> or something, I mean, that's, it's crazy. Yeah. So like, the healthy respect for that is, is huge.
1: Yeah. Thank you. And I think the, the thing is, is yeah, it takes, things take a lot of hard work and anything worth having is working hard for. So I think that's the thing, but you do have to fall and get back up. And as much as I say that, like, is that, am I always good at that? No, (laughs) but I mean, I continue to try to keep moving forward uh, and allowing myself. I think I've learned a lot through the, that's where I've learned the most is through my quote unquote mistakes, the things that, um, but as I've gotten older, I've really had to really learn to embrace that and say, okay, not beat myself up because as a dancer, uh, especially, and as a as who I am, sometimes uh, I've become too much of a perfectionist and I, that will get me nowhere except burnout and exhaustion. And I've learned that firsthand experience. So I really try to say, okay, I've, this seems, this did not turn out the way exactly that I thought it was going to be. That's okay. Let's take a breath and let's move on to where it's guiding me somewhere. And it does, it guides you to the next section without that one thing you would not that door wouldn't have opened. And I really have to remind myself of that, um, to be okay, not to be quote unquote, perfect.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I, I know I struggle with that too. Just wanting to get things totally right before releasing them. Even, I mean, I sometimes Mm -hmm. think even, you know, simplistically just think about a podcast episode, like you could, you could spend way too much time on the nitty gritty and editing and whatnot. And it's like, just, just push it out and get it done. It's done is better than perfect in, in a way. And it, yeah, it makes me wonder, is there a like a specific challenge or or hardship that that you can point to and think of that that was really like particularly difficult for you throughout your career or life and and what you may have learned from that or how you overcame that? I think that might be helpful to to hear your perspective on that.
1: I mean, what comes to mind right now is that before the pandemic, uh, my husband and I created a workout video. So and that it was an idea. and to bring that idea to life was so incredibly challenging, but in a a really exciting way, but also very stressful. And I felt like I was, you know, going to New York city was and wanting to be on Broadway. That was its own thing, but this kind of felt like that in a brand new way, but it was very stressful. uh, And, you know, I doubt I had to really learn how to, I couldn't leave work sometimes in my head because here I am, I'm, I'm in charge of this. Both my husband and I are in charge of it. So I had to learn a lot of new things about stepping away uh, and making sure to, to take care of myself mentally, but it was, uh, it was quite a journey and I've learned so much through that experience, but, uh, it was, uh, it was a lot of ups and downs and I'm so grateful I did it. We did it because then the pandemic hit and here was this workout video and I was, I got a lot of, um, I will never forget in the beginning of the pandemic, so many people messaged to say, oh, I have your workout video. It's really helping me right now. Um, cause a lot of people were like, why are you doing, why are you making a workout video? Like I did get some of that, like, sure. oh, that's, that's fun. That's, it felt like they're like, oh, that's very, very eighties, <laughs> like workout yeah. video 80s. And, you know, the next thing, you know, we're stuck at home and people needed to move in a fun way. And the workout video was, I'm really glad I listened to my heart uh because that was the thing that I needed to go through all that stress, all that not sleeping some nights, all of it was really worth it in the end, um, because of what it was doing to help others.
0: Yeah. So oh go ahead, sure.
1: Well, I never I mean like I guess I never (laughs) I never imagined a global pandemic was going to be (laughs) was going to be appearing, you know, soon after it was released. So I think that and then when it, you know, and then I was like, oh, this is why my heart was telling me We needed to take the step forward and make it, even though it was terrifying in its own way. Legal stuff, all the stuff to get it in place to really make sure that we could legally put it out into the world. Filming, oh, it was exhausting, but um, and very stressful. But I'm really glad we did it.
0: Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about it, you know, in detail. You're five, six, seven Broadway, so. Did you always know that you wanted to do something entrepreneurial like this or, or was, you know, did either you or your husband have that entrepreneurial bug that way that was just, you know, pushing you to do this?
1: I mean, I think as performers, like, cause we're, we were both, uh, we're both performers. Um, he's an attorney now. So that was very helpful with the work of it. <laughs> there uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that got to give him credit for that. Uh, but as performers, you kind of learn the business of show show business they call it show business for a reason it is a business and you have to you've learned how to put yourself out there in different ways and really it is your career so we i i love there is a business aspect that we both have learned but to say 567 broadway to that idea never never once as a kid did i ever imagine that this is what i would be doing uh but i learned um what how five six seven Broadway came to life was that I was performing, and the last show that I wound up doing was a musical in Vegas, and I was not happy performing anymore. I, 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 something that I was bringing me a lot of joy before was suddenly not bringing me as much joy, and there was a lot of quote unquote big jobs that I was taking that were not, um fulfilling me. So I told the universe, whatever you want me to do, uh, just open the door. And then I, to teaching dance fitness, that door soon opened right after. And so I started teaching adults dance fitness, and then I loved it. And I never met, I used to hate teaching. Actually, <laughs> I really, I love performing and not being like, I didn't want to teach, and but I love teaching adults dance fitness. I love teaching adults creativity uh, and helping them Uh, connect to music and movement and seeing adults uh, uh, connect to themselves, which is really important because that's what dance has done for me. I don't, I dance because I love what music does. I love what movement has done for my whole life. I've literally been dancing through life and uh, I really try to share that message with people. And that's where five, six, seven Broadway came into play because I love Broadway music. I'm a huge musical theater nerd, obviously. And uh, combining dance fitness with Broadway was it just it worked out so great and you know here we are it it's been it has been a long time i think well in a way it's been about seven or eight years since i've been started creating it to where it is now and that's taken time and it's evolved and grown into what it wants to become and that is another thing too my heart was telling me this is what you must do like and i stopped performing i wound up stopping performing i devoted myself to teaching because i knew it needed the focus just like dancing, singing, acting, all those things needed the proper time and focus. Now I was on to the next chapter and I, my heart was like, this is what you got to do. And I'm so glad, uh, I wish you'd do everything, check your choreograph and, you know, perform and do all these things. But you know, each there's a section and a time for each one of those things. And it's evolved into what it wants to become. And during this pandemic, it's been really great to teach virtual classes. So I never imagined that's something I would be doing. Uh, but I teach virtual classes and I have people from all around the world that take and we dance together as we've been dancing through this pandemic. And um, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for those memories.'ve we've, we've danced through a lot of hard stuff, and that's what I've done my whole life. When life has been difficult, I dance. Even when it's not difficult, I dance. But like I for sure, when it is difficult, that is the time I have really said, I gotta dance. I have to focus. I have to allow myself to feel through movement. And uh, I've really been trying to encourage people through this pandemic to dance. To, they their small, whatever, in your kitchen, in your living room, in your family room, in your bedroom. I mean, I see people dancing in their bedrooms. And I am just like, yes, good. Keep going. Don't let any of these things tell you that you cannot do it from your home. You totally can. And that's, I mean, I've been dancing since I was... A kid in my in my bedroom, <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yeah. Th- thank you for saying that story. And and for all you all the people listening here, I mean, I will tag in the show notes how to access this content. I know it's available in like a standalone, either DVD or download. And but you also have live classes, like even coming yeah. up, like I think this, like on Saturdays this month in January. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah, have some I classes.
1: Teach, I teach every Saturdays, and anybody can take from around the world. Uh, I also have YouTube stuff as well. I I love providing content and different platforms because there's so many ways to connect in this day and age. I remember, I mean, I'm aging myself, but like, I remember AOL startup. I remember when the internet came to life and like, you know, someone got on the phone, and you were on the internet, it would disconnect you. And I'm so grateful for a high-speed internet in this day and age. I know that it's not necessary, but there's so many ways to access information. That's ultimately what I'm trying to say is there's so many ways to access dance, fitness. You could just look up something even on your phone. Uh, and I love that. So I really try to provide different ways, but also uh, just so anybody, he's, you're going to put it in the show notes, but 567broadway.com is where you can find me.
0: Yeah, perfect. And Joseph, to the point that you made earlier a little bit about having to step away from performing, Mm. do you, do you miss it? Do you find, do you find yourself, you know, sad that you're not doing that in the capacity that you were doing it full time? I mean, it's, it's probably, it's, it's unique challenge because you, you said something that really hit home with me is, you know, you want to do all these things like, you know, choreograph and and perform and, you know, have this, have this business. And it just, it, I feel that same way. Like there's so many different things that I want to learn and do, but I'm finding that I've just got to like, stay in a lane and just kind of make some progress on one thing first otherwise i just end up doing yeah. nothing
1: yeah i mean and i i obviously relate to that 100% you know my there has been times where i've been like i left new york city when i was things were going really well so i had done a broadway show and i uh and i was on the national tour of greece and i was the dance captain for that and right after that my husband and i left new york city and like so things were going really really well in new york and um but I, I, I've been, sometimes I've gone, what did we leave? <laughs> did we leave at a time when, you know, things, but my, my heart was, our hearts were telling us it was time to go. And I have to continue to listen to that. And I've also said to, if I'm meant to perform again, it will happen. You know, the door will open my heart. You, we've been talking about passion and that's the thing I, I, my whole life, I have dream and I, I let it my passion guide me into the next section. And currently this is where I'm at. And, uh, but in a way I do feel like when I teach, I perform, there's a lot of, there's a lot that goes into it. And so it does feel like a performance sometimes, but in a different way that I would on stage uh, or, you know, for in front of a camera, but uh, yeah, I, you know, I'll see, I'm, I want to be excited where life takes me. Life will open that door. And I do feel, I really do feel that performing will come back into play and in, in a, in a way Um, but I've never stopped and and I really truly have never stopped, but yes, as a performer, I wonder what will, what will be next. We'll see.
0: Yeah. And, and what I'm thinking too, you know, to an earlier point you made as well, talking about dancing through life and how you've had that, you know, that's been your creative outlet since you were a very young age. And I'm thinking almost metaphorically, do you think, you know, obviously dancing and moving, you know, getting exercise, being healthy those types of things, getting a good workout in and, you know, dancing generally makes people happy. That's that's a yeah. fantastic avenue. What if someone's listening and they're like, Joseph, like, man, I just can't get behind, you know, dancing. I just can't pull myself into do that. Like, do you think there's a, a way someone could metaphorically have their own way to dance through life? Is there anything that comes to your mind for that listener? Because I know there's gotta be somebody listening that's feeling that way.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, trust. I have <laughs> teaching for this long, I have seen it all with different types of people that I a, I always think you should give something a try. Like that is what life is about. We're, this life, this world is meant to be experienced in so many different ways. And I believe in giving something a try, especially with dance. If your heart's like, well, I, I really want to, but I, am, I have two left feet. You better, you, please come take class with me, like virtually. Like it's still safe space. And that will allow you just to kind of explore and see, and see if something is right for you. Uh, and, you know, but... Also too, if you're like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to take class, but I like to move. Well, put on music, put on music, connect to it. Connect. Uh, I, I can't, I do that. I have done that since I was a kid constantly. I've always put on songs through this pandemic, especially I've had to put on music and like when it has been terrifying at times. I've had to just really walk around with AirPods and like listening to songs that I connect with, whether that make me sad or whether that make me happy. Allowing music to to let me creativity is really really important. Even as a a business owner, that is you are you are literally creating. Like we are creative beings, and that is why we are talking right now on you know, through the internet, it's all yeah. creation. Everything is a creation. So when people tell me that, well, I'm not really creative. I'm like, you definitely are, whether you understand that or not, from the way you do your hair to the clothes you put on to how you decorate your home is a creative expression. And, uh, I, I really try to help people just and creativity for me has helped me, uh, open the doors that I need. So for anybody out there, dance is great. It, I dance. Movement is really key. Dance can make people nervous, but I come, come try a dance class with me, or or put on um one of my workout videos, and in, in a way, just to allow yourself to move, allow yourself to create. It really helps you, especially as a business owner too you know allowing yourself to creatively get lost into all those things see where it takes you see what doors open that's what that's what being a business owner is about is is really listening to you and to to what's happening out there
0: and do you think like when you talked about you you really love teaching adults dance or teaching you know teaching adults you know to be creative do you think that that people maybe specifically in the US maybe not but do you think there's adults that that just lack the desire to, to be creative as they get older? I mean, do you think people grow out of it in a way and they, they lose sight of, you know, that fun, loving kid mindset that they had when, when they were young?
1: Absolutely. I mean, life happens. And I think, especially as we get older, there isn't a lot of outlets for adults. Uh, we always think kids, we think yeah. kids should have the, the sing along and like adults need that we're, we're creative beings, Uh, and it, I Again, I have to state. I think there's some things like, well, we're not like, or like we're adults, so we don't, we're not creative, but that still is a creative choice. Like that's a choice. All of this is a creative outlook on something. But yes, I, I do think that we can, I think, especially through this pandemic, I think we have really relied on the arts to help us from watching the many TV shows that we've had on, you know, uh, through this, the movies that have come out, the music that has happened. I think we are going to head into a, a really creative time, um, to help heal through that. And so I hope that people, um, adults grab onto that to It's okay. I, I, I think that's the thing is that I know for me growing up, there's just a lot of things that, um, kind of would try to pull me away from from who I truly was. And dance was the thing that really helped me stay connected to myself. And you know, this world is a really interesting, interesting place, to say the least. And uh, I'm so glad that at a young age, I learned the power of movement and connecting to music. Music is really, really powerful. I, I you know, we're so used to it now. I think it's like, oh, what's my iPhone? Let me find. All these, it's where we have access to it like that, but the creation of music, whew, it is incredible. And, and and it's to really acknowledge that and allow yourselves to get lost into that so that you can be the best. Um, there is magic within the arts. There really, really is. Like I say that and you know, this it's it's powerful when you allow yourself to get lost into it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can remember back when even just, you know, you had to buy a song on iTunes for 99 cents or $1.29 <laughs> or something You know, way before Spotify was really that that big or Apple music. I I got hooked on Apple music. I knew once I did the free trial that I was never going to cancel it. It's, just, I know, it's, me too. it's too good. <laughs> I love it. I
1: love it. Now they have Dolby. They have like the uh, iTunes is updated so that they have like this, like Dolby surround sound, which is incredible. And now on my iPhone, when I play a song, it's animated. So if I look at my iPhone, the the little cover photo is now animated, and I'm like, "This is amazing." Yeah. But I mean, imagine the creation of a piano or like you know a guitar, like all these things we're so used to, but music is truly, truly powerful. So take a look back at what it what a, an incredible creation music is, and to but allow yourself to tap into that incredible creation. That's why I love like watching. Um, it's not like I often go on YouTube for this, but like, if you watch Elvis Presley with like rock and roll, when the rock and roll really started taking off and people would pass out from their passion of being in front of Elvis Presley in this energy, in this feel, and they would literally pass out from excitement. That is, I, in a way I like, I'm like, yes, I love that it overwhelmed you. So you were lost into the moment, so much that you just couldn't take it and that's where i think um i hope that we can maybe we're coming into a new time when that's gonna that passion that life of of the arts uh will come back into play because we don't see that we don't see that anymore i don't think i haven't seen that at a concert have you
0: <laughs> no no i i've seen mosh pits but yeah a little a little different i mean <laughs> passion in a way and I hey guess, but...
1: And that is, but look, that's a, that there's so much energy. There's like just feeling this energy and getting lost into the, the, the bit, the exciting beat and the feeling. I, I love it. I love what, how people connect to music in many different ways. So find what works for you for sure.
0: Yeah. And, and what, what I think of too, is like, who doesn't have some song that, that can turn on and start playing. and And I mean, you have emotional connection. You have a memory that comes back from that song, like whether it's, I mean an usher song that comes up and i think of a high school dance i was at or something i mean it's just <laughs> the, the human mind can't like you're emotionally tied to music so i think that's a really great point that you know for a creative outlet if, if you're uncertain of what to do i mean maybe just listening to music is, is what you need to get your mind to just you know maybe be a little more relaxed and just think a little more creatively
1: yeah i mean i know for me i've i never used to be into like spa music like meditation music Oh, have I needed these last couple of years through this pandemic? I've had to just put on some like relaxing piano songs or like hearing a river. <laughs> Sound therapy has been really, really big for me these last couple of years in a way that I never thought I would tap into. So I love, um, I think, again, music is really powerful. Like you said, it holds, we hear a song and we're instantly transported to a memory. Um, or a movie that we watch that has the song in it, Dirty Dancing is a prime example, Time of My Life, That's, that became an iconic moment because of the movie and the song. Those things are really, really, to me, they're not little, they're amazing. And it all comes back to creativity. This is all creativity and people's, um, you know, into the evolution of how the arts affect our lives.
0: Yeah. And and you were fortunate to have the arts affect your life at a young age. I think that's, I mean, obviously you love what you do. It was your passion. You know, there maybe are some people that, you know, oh, they want their child to be an athlete or something and and it, and it doesn't pan out. But I think, you know, you were in a unique position to have that happen and to have, have it be a passion of yours. Did you have a particular inspiration or, or, you know, one or a couple people that were really, really key to finding out that that was your passion? I know you were a member of a, a prestigious dance company at the age of 13. So, I mean, you, yeah. you, sh- you shot up to stardom pretty quickly. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just curious if there's any people that were really, really crucial to that.
1: I mean, the, the people that come to mind that really inspired me and, su- and supported me in a way that I, at a crucial time in my life were my theater teachers and junior high, we need, our teachers are so valuable. I would not be where i am without the incredible teachers that i've had along the way that have inspired me and stayed with me just like you said you hear a song and these these people what the seeds that they planted in my life they just supported me so much and they saw things in me in junior high when it was really really tough honestly uh they saw things in me and elevated me up to push through they were so cool miss hall and and mr bechtel and i am and they made it they made theater cool which was and you know growing up that wasn't and in the age of TikTok theater is cool again people are creating like characters and or you know they're doing these things that I'm like you're this is the arts this is theater this you know or like the next dance trend uh they're competing against each other to be the best performer and I'm like I didn't have that growing up like it was like oh you you're you dance and you're a guy what i can't believe that and I was like, I love it. I'm passionate about it. And I'm like, you're not going to take that away from me. That's for sure. But I'm so grateful for those teachers that through that said, yes, you, I, we see what you have and you're doing amazing. Keep on going.
0: Yeah, that, I think that point is, is really, you know, pertinent to me as well, because I think back on some of the, the mentors that I I come from a distance running background and and competitive cross country and, and track and field. Mm -hmm. And there was, there was a few people that were so crucial in that junior high school, you know, area of life that that really shaped that path. And just to think if I wouldn't have gotten into running at that time, how different might my li- life look? So I think it's, it just yeah. really, you know, if you're a teacher and you're listening or if you're in education in some yes. way, know that you are beyond valued. I mean, it's, 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 a super essential component of society.
1: Yeah. And these one, and that's the, yes, thank you to all our incredible teachers. And the, those one, that one thing that they do can change the course of truly of somebody's life. And I know for me, another teacher was I went to this private school and I, I, it was a very small private school. And there was this one teacher that did an after school theater program and we would put on a musical. And I think, you know, I look back and this teacher no doubt gave up a lot of her time to like, cause I don't, I don't think, I think it was an extracurricular thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful because that's what really introduced me into theater was that moment. And I remember the vocal rehearsals that we would have. And I think I was like in second grade at the time and i loved it and i'm so grateful for her because that's what that's what ignited my love for theater and then it just continued to catapult from there so i thank you to yeah we would we we need to really elevate our teachers here in in this country
0: yeah yeah i think gosh i mean i really don't know where society would be if we didn't have the education system that we have in the united states and i think you know some people bash it and think it could be improved i mean obviously it could always continue to go in a better direction but I think we've got it pretty good here. I mean, I could be wrong, but that—that's just my personal <laughs> take on it.
1: Yeah, I think I think you know I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for the U.S. Um, I think there is room for improvement, but I, I like you said with anywhere, and I, I'm really grateful that we're talking about the arts because the arts, for sure, uh, in school, um, I think could be elevated more to help kids to help them um, beyond you know. And sports are great as well, but the arts are really, really incredible to help our societies, uh, our society as a whole. And, um, I hope that we can, you know, I, I, I say this and I really feel like I, I eventually need to start a, some sort of, you know, at, be a part of helping get that active more. So I'm, I'm, I for sure want to partake in helping, um, helping get things out there with the arts, but that's what I'm doing right now in this moment is by discussing it. So that's,
0: yeah. Great. Yeah. And I think, you know, from my personal experience, I went to um, a liberal arts college, St. Olaf college in Northfield, Minnesota. And so I had not had any previous exp- experience dancing. I actually took two dance classes there, you know, kind of part of, you know, you need certain requirements and, and stuff to yeah. do that. But, but yeah, I had a couple friends joined it, really enjoyed it, you know, kind of felt silly at times. Cause I, I was like, You know, I obviously am not very good at this or something. Yeah. But, (laughs) but yeah, I think, I think your point about that is really important with the arts. I think, you know, however you can find that. And like you just said about the internet and the access we have, there's just infinitely numerous free resources out there to, to learn about anything regards to that. So, so yeah, I think that's a a huge point.
1: Yeah. And I'm really grateful that I had like, you know, cause it's kind of, this is my, this is what I've done. I've danced since I was a kid. I'm so grateful I had that. Like, yeah. I don't want to, I'm like, I'm, I don't want to say like, oh, it'll just happen. Like, I'm really grateful that that did occur and that I had access to all of that, to going to dance class, um, and having that. So yeah, in this day and age, and that's why if anybody's listening and you want to give something a try, you can, you can go on YouTube, even like go on YouTube, search five, six, seven Broadway. And I have tons of stuff there that are free for you to even just give it a try from your home safely growing up i did not have <laughs> that beyond my dance class uh and it, you know even for anybody around the country necessarily you can't go to new york or like everybody just can't be in you know new york or los angeles so like where the arts are pretty you know they're pretty out there but like everywhere no matter where you are you have access to getting information to help you um i personally love youtube i'm con if i have a question of any sort mm-hmm. i always go to youtube and there's always some sort of someone's there to help it is a helpful platform so there's that
0: yeah it's kind of it's kind of surprising almost that really anything you can think of you can search on youtube and like like how to fix a very specific 1979 chevy model whatever you know something yep. and, and it's on there someone's made it it's weird it's, just, it's just- i
1: i'm fascinated i'm that fa- we are truly in an information age which is kind of, kind of all over the place um but you know i for I, I i love being able to yeah go search and be like yeah i need to find this this question answered which is i remember growing up and uh not being able to do that or like having to go through the, the cards at the library to find the book that I, I don't even know what you call it anymore, but to find the book that I wanted. Now I'm like, ah, I want this book. And I'm like on my phone and I can buy it instantly. Yeah. You know, Amazon so Prime, it'll, it'll be there in two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's lots yep. of ways to learn. I think that's what we're saying is there's lots of ways to access information, to follow your passion, to learn and to grow. And, and, you know, that's why too, in this day and age uh, to say like, well, money, you know, like, well, I can't afford, there is ways to start like YouTube, for instance, of finding the right outlets at first. And then if, you know, as you continue to move forward, allowing yourself to say, okay, I'm going to save up for this to really allow myself to educate myself a little bit more in this area. But um, there's a lot of free resources in this day and age. It just takes a little sifting
0: through. Yep. Yep. Takes a little research and I know people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I know people listening to the podcast. If if you've been with us for a while, you know, you know what this podcast is about. It's about exploring what makes any successful person's inner clock tick. And so, Joseph, I know you've had, you know, really an immense amount of success from the performance standpoint. I know you've choreographed a lot of, you know, big productions and you've worked alongside some some stars, like I mentioned earlier. You know, Usher is probably probably the biggest name that I can maybe maybe (laughs) Selena. I guess we could have a debate on that. Who's bigger? Uh, rebel depends Wilson on the gen- it
1: depends on the generation yeah you know? yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah people in their 30s maybe would probably say usher I don't know I, don't know. I could just be spitting but.
1: yeah but yeah, yeah so- working with those people you learn a lot from working with those people too like Selena when I worked with Selena Gomez on this is on Wizards of Waverly Place yeah and her work ethic talk about passion she was in high school Um, and she showed up and she was not only did she show up, but she was very kind and sweet and, uh, but she was, she really, uh, worked hard. Mm -hmm. So it was great to witness and watch that. And I've, I've really tried to pay attention to how people do stuff. Not everyone's like that. Don't get me wrong. But for her specifically, I was like, gosh, you have a whole TV show on your shoulders and look at how you're showing up right now. And, you know, that's, week after week and that's why she does what she does
0: yeah consistency and yeah i think yeah that's i mean that that's crazy to think that you you've worked with some individuals like that i think that's i commend you for that that's that's very impressive and i i'm curious to ask do do you have like one single driving force that keeps your inner clock ticking towards the success like whether it's a word or a phrase i mean you know we've talked about music that might be it but but really where does your mind go when you just hear driving force of success for for joseph
1: Mm. I mean, I guess it's like two words, like my heart, it's my heart that guides me. It's the inner compass, call it the universe, call it, wh- there's something that in my heart since I was a kid that has always guided me to say, you've got to take this next step or you've got to, this." The, you know, the universe is guiding me and my higher self is like, this is where you're meant to go next. So I really try to listen to that and that, that has always ignited my passion that has always ignited my passion because it's, it's, because it's, you know, my heart, my, my center, and that's where my true love and it evolves and grows and to continue allowing myself to be, what's the word, um, flexible, pliable, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, flexible to move and allow myself to flow through the neck to the next chapter. And that's where I'm at this point in my life. I'm really uh, I, I love making sure to talk about my journey as well. That's the best way I can help people is discuss what I've been through and say, Hey, and hopefully it can help someone on their journey. If they, if they were later, if they that tidbit could help. But I know for me where I am today, I, I'm I'm excited for the, as much as there's, you know, obviously a lot going on still, I'm excited for the future. I think we're, I think there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of change and a lot of growth. And I know for me. I want to make as many memories as I can. I want to experience life in so many different ways. I, I for me, wanted to continue. I, I, In a way, I kind of want to be faced with things that make me a little nervous and a little scared because I know that then something incredible is going to be on the other side of that. It always has been in the past, but now I really feel like, oh, I'm ready. Let's see what's behind that, you know, that door over there. I don't know, but um, I'm excited to, to experience it all. I really want to. And. Make the most out of this life here.
0: Yeah, that that's I mean that's incredible, and I I think it it kind of I can't remember where I saw this either, but but just the mindset of your when you're out of your comfort zone, that's when you really can change the most and find the most about yourself. So I mean I I think that's just a that's a really important piece I think, and and I think people tend to forget that a little bit that that you have to kind of push yourself to get to that next step.
1: Yeah, I think, and I I will say for me, even though like the workout video and other things, I still think I was holding back some things cause I didn't want to deal with being uncomfortable, nervous, uh, scared, <laughs> all the things. Uh, but you know, I, I feel like you had asked, like, do I think I'll perform again? Um, th- with this specifically, I feel like life is I'm ready to say, okay, universe, whatever you want. And that, you know, what that probably stems from. And I think all of us have gone through this, these last couple of years is having to sit with ourselves these last couple of years, and, right. and really take a look at things. And now I, I I know I'm not alone in this feeling, in this thought of like, yeah, life, let's see what, let's see what's out there. And let's, you know, so I know we're going to, that's why I feel really, it's, it's exciting. I think we're going to really head into an exciting time. People are going to be really, really passionate because they've had to sit still for so long. So like in, in a way, and I think people are going to really be passionate with their creativity, with their ideas, with, That what they bring that's why in the united states you've seen a lot of people quit their jobs because they're not passionate yeah they're like i'm not this is not bringing me joy this is not making life is too we've realized life is too short let's make the most of it and um i'm really excited to see what other people uh what ideas and creativity they bring and i think it's going to be really cool i haven't really thought about that until this week and i'm like strangely super excited i'm like yes you know like can it happen tomorrow but you know this will take time
0: yeah. No, I, I think you're, I think you're spot on with that. Cause I do think too, um, we're, we're heading towards an exciting time. Obviously it's not been the most ideal for, for going <laughs> no. on almost two years, um, no. in the United States here, but in across the world. But yeah, I think, I think people are going to have a renewed vision for themselves after seeing what, what could, you know, you're locked in your house or you got to stay away from people that you want to, you know, hang out with and care about and love. Yeah. And I think it really, you know, that, that uncomfortable Feeling that was thrust upon you—you you didn't seek it out, but it was thrust upon you. Which sometimes life does that. That is going to cause the change. And I think it's just really inspirational to hear you talk about the heart. And and you're you're the first guest to really, you know, kind of hit that on on the, on the head, so to speak, as far as what drives you. And that's just that intu that intuition. I I think that is so so huge. That you know, if if you're feeling like you should pursue something, why not give it a shot? If if it's really compelling you to you're like, oh, you want to learn how to play the guitar, and you just can't seem to, you know, you can't find the right lesson or or whatever, just continue to push into it, you know, until you find out whether or not that really is not the avenue for you, or maybe it is the avenue for you. So I think that's, that's huge. But I I do have one last question for you. And we'll be respectful of your time and, and wind it down here. But so you've told us what keeps you driven, and that is your heart. But how do you define the word success, Joseph? What does that mean to you? I mean, you could obviously put metrics on it i always tell people you know there's money that you could put on it or you could reach x yeah. amount of you know performances at, at a certain level but but how do you define it now and, and maybe how has it changed since you've gone throughout throughout your career
1: that's a yeah success could be it's so different in the eye of the person uh as we as we know for me i define success for what fulfills me and how i can help other people like through what, what I do. So like, yeah, I'm trying, I try success is for me that word that I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) I don't want to really focus on it. Cause it's, it, it, I, I, in a way I, we're all, if we're following our hearts, that's successful enough and we're pushing forward, you know, like that's quote unquote successful. So, but I, you know, I, I, that is, that is a, that has been a journey to understand today and perfect at being like I for sure have been like at a time in my life that's where I was unfulfilled where I was like I'm gonna do this big job and it's gonna this is a this means success. This is a big job and yada 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 and then I was so not happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that truly that wasn't in a way not successful. Yeah. So um you know what what if I'm following my heart and I'm happy uh and I'm able to help others I that's that to me is success right there. So
0: Yep. And I think pushing it forward and helping others too, I think is is a great point of your definition as well. So that's, you know, it's very admirable. It's not everybody's definition. Some people, you know, a little bit more selfish, possibly none of the guests that I've interviewed have had that mindset. But I know there are people out there that, that view success as like, Hey, I'm going to be worth a million dollars and I'm <laughs> going to have this. And it's always I, I, I. But I think you're probably right in, in terms of, you know, just my analysis of your definition is that you're probably not going to feel very, very fulfilled if you do that. And so I think it's, it's just, you know, very internally, you know, focused, just, just make sure that, make sure you're doing things for the right reasons for yourself, but also don't be selfish about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, like you, you started off with like passion, like that, that being passionate, that when you feel that passion, that's success, that's exciting that to have that passion is not always, uh, easy. That's the, that's, that's the hard part is keeping that passion going because otherwise, yes, the money. And then suddenly you're burning yourself out because you're working too much. And then because you're working for just money, not fulfillment of you, of helping others, we can become other things. And, um, yeah, but I also do want to say too, yes, money is yeah. To have the things that you can have a a life that you can go and go on a great vacation or do whatever. Yes. That is also Dude, that is worthy. Like that is worthy. Yeah. So I, I, I also want to state that. But overall, yes. How can we use um, our passions in this world to help this world? That is, I think, really, really important because why we we need the world needs that now more than ever, in my opinion. But you know, using our passions to help help the world or help each other, help our communities, or
0: you know, yeah, absolutely. So you know key takeaway here from this episode with Joseph Corella you know find your passion follow your passion and just do what do what your heart tells you do what do what feels right i think that the main thread that's what i'm going to take away from this is just really kind of sit and reflect try to get my mind to calm down a little bit you know i'm hmm. a pretty high energy type person so i, ha- I, I have trouble just i have trouble just kind of calming down and thinking about it but but yeah just think what is my heart pulling me to do and I think we'll leave them with that. Joseph, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I, I really appreciate you being on here and sharing your insights. And I wish you the best of luck with your future endeavors. And we'll continue to follow, you know, your 567 Broadway. Anybody that, that wants to access that should be everybody. I'll tag that all on the show notes. And <laughs> yeah. last thing for you, Joseph, if someone wants to reach out to you and contact you, what, what's the best way to do that?
1: Yeah, so you can reach me at 567broadway.com. And everything is there, all the social media handles, YouTube, workout video. Uh, and if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach me at 567broadway.com. And thank you so much for having me on. It's been really great to chat about all this and I love having conversations. So I'm honored and grateful to to be chatting with you today.
0: Thank you so much, Joseph. Really appreciate it, man. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you. You too.
1: Thanks.